1: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number Store or sleepnumber.com.
2: Welcome to Unscrewed, the show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. I am your host Jacqueline Friedman and welcome to another spare parts episode of Unscrewed where we bring you a little of this a little of that, and we get you in and out in fifteen minutes or less. Well, hello there, unscrewed nation. How are y'all doing? I'm kind of fried. It's been an emotional fucking roller coaster. As if things weren't bad enough, having the whole news cycle now be dominated with rape myths and bullshit as it pertains to the very credible allegation that it turns out that Trump's nominee for the Supreme Court is a rapist or an attempted rapist anyway. I am not going to rehash any of that here. I am exhausted and emotionally wrung out. I'm resisting saying triggered because I feel like that word gets overused and to the point of meaninglessness but I certainly have been triggered over the past few days and at the moment I'm feeling like the after effects of that. So I don't know if I want to talk even that much about this. I just want to acknowledge that it's happening and say if any of you all are also feeling overwhelmed by any part of the world and the news cycle right now, which would be a very reasonable thing to feel, I just hope you're like being gentle as you can with yourself and listening to what you need and trying to find ways to give yourself whatever it is you need or to have people who love you and support you give you what you need. It's just super rough. I not anything super wise about it. The one thing... Okay, the one thing I will say is... I'm seeing some fatalism from folks. Like, uh, it's not going to matter. He's going to get confirmed anyway. And I understand that feeling. And I vacillate between feeling that and feeling some hope. But I feel like when you say that publicly... You actually make it more likely that he will get confirmed because you discourage your friends and family from taking action and speaking up and changing the public narrative enough that senators can't bear to confirm him. So if you have those feelings of despair, they're really valid uh, and you should get support for them and talk about them privately with your friends. But just be thoughtful about where and when you express them. I'm going to bring you some lighter stuff on the spare parts because I just can't take it. Um, And mostly what I'm going to give you is a chance to get to know Natalia Rodriguez, our fantastic new editor, who, as I mentioned last week, volunteered to help keep this podcast running so that I don't burn out on you. (laughs) Um, So she consented, even though she's not the most thrilled person to be on microphone, she consented to a little interview, and I'm so happy to bring it to you here.
0: I found your show when I was cutting down some sex ed conference videos for Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you were a speaker, what was it, 2016? It was 2016, yeah. So yeah, I was cutting down the keynote speakers, and I cut down your presentation, and I loved it. And you moved me to tears every time mm-hmm. I washed it down. <laughs> um, wow. It was, it. you really spoke to me. So anyway, you also mentioned that you have this show. So I looked you up and then I'd been listening. For, and then you mentioned that you were looking for an editor. And I just felt like I needed to reach out to you. I needed to tell you how much your show meant to me and see what I could do. Uh
2: Here I am. You're like an angel descended from heaven. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, you know, I'm just a person. What do you do when you're not working for me for free?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm a freelance video editor and I'm constantly trying to just find the next gig that's going to put a little bit of money into my checking account. And then on the weekends, I've been helping my brother-in-law sell beer at farmers markets around new york city because he started his own brewery
2: you're like the free beer girl at the farmers yeah, market. yeah
0: exactly come i give you free beer samples you don't even have to buy anything you just say you want to try it i've been working at the union square farmers market on fridays and then at fort green in brooklyn on saturdays yeah it's awesome on saturdays i go in at eight the the market starts at eight a.m i'm there by like seven um, and then we're there until three. and then on Fridays it I'm there a little bit later. I'll get there at like ten thirty in the morning, but I'm there until six.
2: Free beer, and you get to chat up Natalia about unscrewed super win. Yeah, yeah. Do, how do you feel about me putting you through the lightning round that I do with everybody in the beginning of the show? I can try. Okay. If you feel like you've gotten to a place you don't like, we'll stop. Okay, I'm super consensual. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> So what's been making you happy this week? This, you know what?
0: People, people in general. I know people can be really freaking awful, obviously, but also people can be really just sweet and nice. Um, and yesterday when I was working at the markets, there's, there's this guy, there's a, I guess he's a panhandler. He comes through and he asks people for change but he's always really nice about it and he just seems really interesting to me and yesterday I decided to ask him what his name was his name is Daniel hopefully he doesn't mind me mentioning him he told me he created the universe and I feel like people you can very quickly be like oh okay this person's a little bit crazy but he just seems so nice and I feel like a silly naive person but I just like I like talking to people and I like finding out where, what they're about and like why they're about what they're about. Uh, yeah. And so to talk to such a character for a few, I'd like talk to him for a few minutes because I didn't have any
2: customers at that point. And I don't know. I just, it just seemed, it felt nice. That's great. What's the best sex advice you ever received? Mm. My, the best sex advice I've received is,
0: just doing what feels good to me like paying stop paying attention to like what I need to do to look good what I need to do like that's gonna make me f- I mean it is I have to do what's gonna make me feel good I have to pay attention if
2: and like not worry if the other person thinks it's weird. Alright, excellent. Yeah. Uh, What's been making you the maddest or saddest about the sexual culture lately? Ugh. I know
0: I mean (laughs) it's really easy to fall on politics for me and like the president I strongly detest him and pretty much everyone surrounding him and recently the New York governor's race and Cuomo won again and it's just a little bit depressing I just feel like we're stuck in a broken system and it's constantly depressing
2: Woo. I don't know what to do about it. Not giving up, I think, is the most important thing. What's the biggest sex myth you once believed but don't believe anymore? You know, I think I've
0: only recently learned this, and probably even through your show, <laughs> Fair. Um, or at least for as confirmation that it's like totally a thing, but that sex is not just intercourse, mm-hmm. like. That blew my mind and blows my mind still. I learned about masturbation when I was in high school, and it was something that was, like, very frowned upon. Like, my mom and dad did not talk about masturbation with me. And when it did finally come up that I – because my mom found my vibrator in my closet (laughs) once.
2: (laughs) I mean, that's kind of amazing that even with no, like, support around this stuff that you went out and got a vibrator
0: oh yeah i i like knew there was a sex shop like 20 minutes away from my house and when i was in high school or maybe right at no i think i was still in high school i like drove out there and was like this is what i'm gonna do i'm gonna buy this which was like it was probably like 30 bucks which in high school was a lot of money to sure me. yeah um but eventually my mom found oh my it God. and had like a super uncomfortable like I found this thing in this part of your closet and I knew right away what she was talking about and she (laughs) wouldn't even say what it was she wouldn't talk about it she just was like that's not cool yeah it was a very uncomfortable and hilarious situation
2: and then lastly who is someone who's doing great work unscrewing the sexual culture that you want to give a shout out to
0: and I know I'm not supposed to say you (laughs)
2: Um, You know, I will give you special dispensation because of the way that we met and that you're working on my show. Okay, well, awesome. I, I would give it to you then, Jacqueline.
0: I listen to your show on a very regular basis just to feel a little bit better about the world we're in and to feel a little bit more empowered. And I feel like that strength that it gives me to just like keep going and feel like, we're going to get through this bullshit and things are going to get better eventually. Like that's so important. (laughs) I guess I just feel like we, (laughs) we got to keep fighting the good fight and get through this shit and make the world better. And in any way we can. So whatever, if it's just listening to a podcast and it helping you feel better, I think that's, that's fantastic.
2: Natalia, you're making me feel much better and less alone with this whole project, and I couldn't be more grateful. And I am very sure that the rest of Unscrewed Nation feels the same way. If you want to send any messages to Natalia, you can send them via me because she's kind of private. You can email me at unscrewed at jacquelinefriedman.com or at me on Twitter at jacquelinef. Use the unscrewed hashtag, and I'll make sure that Natalia sees your well wishes. Okay, lastly, I heard from so many of you about how much you appreciated the season opener last week, Rage Becomes You with Soraya Shamali, talking about the politics and power of women's anger. I know I did. And I actually got to interview her live some more a couple days after that episode aired at her book event at Harvard Bookstore in Cambridge, Massachusetts. And I snuck in a little recording on my phone of that conversation And I just wanna leave you with a little sense of the power that we have if we all actually got fed up together. How do you think the world would be different if every woman woke up tomorrow feeling really comfortable expressing and acting on her anger? Oh, I think we'd be in free fall. You think like society would collapse?
1: Well, the thing that occurs to me (laughs) is that like you said that and the first thing I thought of was economics. Because what happened to me with economics was all these social sciences, women started going to these social sciences, and men picked up their toys and they went to economics. That's what happened, right? They're like, we're just not going to stay here and be with you because you're competing with us and you're doing well, so economics (laughs) is going to be the social science. And even that, even that... Yes, but now we never give it a Nobel Prize. No, no, I'm getting to the anger, though, because the thing... (laughs) really galls me is that so much of women's anger comes from the mandate that we care and we care and we care and we care and we care until we're like 85 and then we can't care anymore and then we miraculously feel good about ourselves which is what happens right and so in our economic models we we don't really count that care work still it's still an oh externality oh i understand right? what you're and saying and so i'm thinking well if women are comfortable if women are comfortable expressing anger and doing something about it, they're gonna stop doing the care work that supports the entire economy, Mm. right? I know this sounds ridiculous, bear with me, okay? But if you actually just stop doing it, and you said, you know, I'm just not doing this anymore. But nobody can afford to do it, because capitalism, right? Capitalism, it's there, we need capital, we have to eat, we have to rent things. But that's not anger. What's not anger? Not
0: doing something. I, to me, it's, it's the, the women will be able to say, "I'm angry this about this." This shit. Yes. Let's
1: do something about getting
0: it. Getting that anger out and yes. saying
1: we're going to change the economic system. That's the anger coming out. Yes. That's gonna produce but to energy. change it, but it would be a very would sudden sudden be a real crisis economy. <laughs> yes, that's right. So that was the sort of right. skipping stone of my brain that didn't give you the answer you wanted. Let's burn it all down. <laughs> 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 yes, that's right. There's a movement in Australia called "Destroy the Joint." and I've been waiting for it to spread like wildfire. It hasn't quite done that yet. So women's
2: anger could take down capitalism, is what you're saying?
1: Oh, I I think if anything takes down capitalism, it will be women's anger. All
2: right, let's leave it right there. Right there.
1: (laughs) That's it. That's it. (laughs) Thank you so much.
2: And that is the perfect place to leave it for this week, Unscrewed Nation. You can find this podcast wherever you like to stream your podcasts. Acast, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. Make sure you go in, you leave us a review, give us five stars, help somebody else find the show, and also make me so happy. I read every last review and they're fantastic. Unscrewed is produced by yours truly, Jacqueline Friedman, and edited by the amazing Natalia Rodriguez. Woohoo! Our in and out music is by The Pink Tiles, and our cover art is by Nicole Dadana and was developed in collaboration with the establishment, who also developed the sound cues. Until next week, I'm wishing you safe and happy sex lives.
1: Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.